A few days ago, I was on a train, and I was lucky to have a window seat. I don't get that lucky very often, so I was enjoying the view when I suddenly remembered this book. Hello everyone, I'm Irene Ridrelli, writer, blogger and a passionate reader, and this is Into the Books. In that moment, I felt like Rachel Watson, and who is she? You may be wondering. Well, she is the protagonist of The Girl on the Train, a novel by Paula Hawkins that we are going to talk about today. In 2016, a film starring Emily Blunt was made, based entirely on the novel from which it takes its name. I enjoyed this book so much that it was a pleasant surprise to be reminded of it during this train ride. Please, join me on this train ride into the world of books. You won't regret it. So, without further ado, let's get started. The story is told through the eyes of three women, Rachel, Megan and Anna. But in this episode, we are going to focus only on Rachel. Rachel Watson is a 32-year-old woman living in London who has serious drinking problems caused by her inability to accept the end of her marriage to Tom and exacerbated since he married Hannah, his mistress, with whom he had begun a relationship during his marriage to Rachel. This union resulted in the birth of a baby girl, Evie, which added to Rachel's pain of not being able to have children. She was recently fired from her job because of her alcoholism, but she continues to take the train every morning, pretending to go to work just to keep up appearances with her friend Kathy, who put her up at her house. During her daily commute, the train stops for a short time at a railroad crossing. Emily takes advantage of these moments to escape her boardroom and loneliness, and every day she looks out of her window and sees her couple having breakfast on the balcony of their house. They attract her attention because from a distance they seem very happy, so Rachel calls them the perfect couple and fantasizes about what their life is like even giving them the fictional names of Jess and Jason. Their real names are Megan and Scott Heathwell, whose life is not as perfect as it seems, as we will find out later. One day, when the train stops in front of the house as usual, Rachel looks out on the balcony, expecting to see Jason with Jess. But, to her surprise, she was with another man and, days later, she disappears into thin air. The night of Megan's disappearance 
coincides with the one in which Rachel got wasted and injured herself as a result. Rachel has only vague and blurry memories of that night and thinking that she might be somehow involved in Megan's disappearance, she begins to investigate on her own and uncovers a shocking truth. As I mentioned before, I really enjoyed this book. I was lucky enough to read it as soon as it was published, even though I didn't know about it, and it came into my hands thanks to my brother who saw it in a bookshop he was passing by and thought it would make a perfect gift for me. And I have to say, he hit the nail on the head. It's very likely that if I had the opportunity to buy it, I never would have. The Girl on the Train is a psychological suspense novel that keeps you on the edge of your seat the entire time. Paula Hawkins has done an excellent job of making it difficult for her readers to stop reading because they want to keep going. As I told you earlier, this book was made into a film of the same name starring Emily Blunt. As much as she is a fantastic actress, in my opinion, the film fails to reflect the mysticism of the novel. The book has a wonderful aura of mystery that the film unfortunately fails to convey. Of course, my judgement is based on personal preferences, but if any of you have seen the film, let me know your comments. To conclude, I would like to invite you to read this novel. You will not be disappointed and if your journey, whatever it is, is particularly long or difficult, you can make it more enjoyable with this interesting book. Thank you for joining me to the end of today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it all. Let me know your comments or opinion about it. I would love to hear them. As usual, I'll see you next week.